That means it is a time for the rural news with Susan Murray. Kia ora, Susan. Some Gisborne kiwifruit vines, not such a great recovery there. They're still in a bit of a sorry state. They are, Ingrid. Those destructive claws of Cyclone Gabriel are still hammering Tairawhiti kiwifruit growers, and this, of course, as we know, it's a year after the event. Now, vines were looking really healthy in early summer. They're now either completely collapsing, the leaves are going yellow, or the fruit is going soft on the vines. And local kiwifruit representative and orchard owner Tim Teachins says that it will be at least a $1 million loss to the Tairawhiti region. Nearly half of the the 50 orchardists there appear to be affected. The worst are losing everything. Others are removing fruit prior to next month's harvest to try and reduce the stress on the vines, but the per hectare tray production could be halved. I've spent all the money pruning, um, doing all the sprays, getting the bees in for pollination, all that sort of thing, and then the orchards just collapsed as the stress has come on. So, yeah, a real, real hit. If I just talk from my own orchard, um, we, we were looking to carry around 15,000 trays and um, what, 20% of my orchard needs to be replanted and another 40% is sort of down to, I don't know, six or 7,000 trays that I'm just trying to nurse through. Tim Teachin says that that 6,000 tray level of uh, fruit to the hectare, it will just cover his growing costs. He says growers knew that the vine stress would take some time to appear, but this has been a massive surprise. Right up until Christmas, you know, people were asking me how it was looking and how things were going. And I was cautiously optimistic and, and saying, no, things are looking really good, good numbers, plants are looking healthy. But, yeah, I actually came back from my quick summer break and was shocked at what I saw in my orchard, how, how quickly things had um, gone south. So, and, and, yeah, just catching up with growers, there's lots of people who are just saying how they're hating going out into the orchard at the moment. You know, it's just a bit depressing going and looking at a whole lot of sick plants and small fruit that's not going to get harvested and a bit of concern around mental health and that sort of thing for growers at the moment. Now, Ingrid, this is the third tough season in a row for these Tauraafiti growers. They make up about 10% of New Zealand's total production, and as a result, some are uh, getting out of the sector. Yeah, that is really rough, isn't it? Especially when it looked like things were actually uh, coming back, a tough time for them. Okay, Absolutely. We're, we're staying with the orchard theme now. Uh, some new research out highlighting how fruit tree orchards could double productivity. They could, and it comes down to how those trees are trained, so how apples and pears and stone fruit could be trained in a two-dimensional way, so trained along wires, and this means that they can plant the rows closer together. Normally, the rows are about three or four metres wide so that machinery can go up and down, but of course that also means that you get an awful lot of grass between the rows. So plant and food research principal scientist Dr Jill Stanley says that with this new system they're trialling in central Otago, it's a bit different. To increase the light captured by the canopy, we have moved the row spacing closer together. So instead of having three or four metre wide spacing between rows, we've moved that to around two metres between the rows. But in order to make sure that we have good light within the canopy, we've also made taken a two-dimensional approach to the structure so that um, we get good light right down into the base of the canopy. Some growers are already doing this two-dimensional approach, but the research is going to provide economic, environmental and labour efficiency data so that other growers have the confidence to adopt the new growing system. And it's showing that the yields, of course, are much higher because there are more trees, but it's also going to be easier to use technology. If 
for robots to be able to assess each fruit, they need to be able to see those fruit and reach them easily. And we're in a three-dimensional canopy. The fruit is often hidden quite a lot from the robot, and it's a lot more difficult for them to reach in and, and see the fruit. So we did talk about the bioengineers, and they said that simple architecture was much easier for robots to be able to see every fruit easily and reach them. That's Dr Jill Stanley, and we'll be back in the midday hour. Genius. Thank you very much for that, Susan.